Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 37 of The Weird Weird West, and we join our heroes in the middle of the action. The secret Zoomers were having a great time, surrounded by poetry, surrounded by culture, enjoying the company of Alexander the Great, undoubtedly one of history's greatest, most intellectual, and most try-hard generals, when Alexander introduced the guest of honor, his favorite poet, Mark Twain. Mark Twain started talking about his upcoming work, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. He got a detail wrong. He got a name wrong. The characters noticed. Mark Twain began to slowly walk backward toward the exit. When he was confronted, he went into a berserker rage. Now Twain is on a rampage, and no weapon forged by ancient Greek can stop him. The hoplite swords can pierce his white suit, but not his invincible flesh. The Zoomers must take action. So, Alexander's men flee in terror. Once they realize that they cannot harm the incredible Twain here, do anything to soothe his rampage, they all run away. That leaves just the heroes. Fortunately, the Zoomers impressed Alexander earlier with their poetry, so instead of getting carted here in manacles, in which case they'd have to fight Mark Twain in manacles, the Zoomers are free, they can fight at full effectiveness. Once they inflict damage on Twain to the tune of about 60 health, which really should not be too difficult, Extra the Extraterrestrial has that very powerful sonic attack, as well as her gun, Troopa can breathe fire, this is not going to be so bad. Once they've done 60 damage to Twain, quote, its plastic face drops off and the android short circuits and collapses. Yes, this was not the real Mark Twain. This was an android Mark Twain. A powerful, easily embarrassed, instinctively non-confrontational, yet short-tempered Mark Twain android. Um, I love that this android was programmed not only to perfectly imitate Mark Twain except for getting simple facts about his works wrong, but also that the android was programmed to simply slowly backpedal out of conversations where it is about to be uncovered. Anyway, once Twain Bot has been defeated, the secret Zoomers can examine the android body to find, quote, a blinking transmitter located in the head. If any of the heroes can pass a remarkable intensity reason feat roll, they can figure out the exact point at which the transmitter is aimed. And if they do that, then the judge will identify that point for them on the player's map. Exposing Mark Twain as an android and bringing him to heel, saving Alexander's camp from the wrath of Twain, that earns the heroes two diplomacy points, which is enough to put them over the top. Alexander's on board. I don't know exactly who you teens are, or indeed what a teen is, but you saved us all from the invincible poet with the funny hair. You're okay in my book. I'll do what you want. And you know what? Let's get back to the party. Quote, once the android has been defeated, everything will return to normal and the banquet will resume. If the heroes began the chapter in restraints, Alexander frees them and allows them to sit at his table as guests. You even get a get-out-of-jail-free card for taking down this android. I guess you could say that Alexander awarded you clemency. But the drama is not done yet. Quote, After a while, a group of commanders enter the tent and carry on a whispered conversation with Alexander. If any of the heroes wishes to, he or she can easily get into position to overhear snatches of the conversation without being noticed. Alexander and his men are discussing a forthcoming attack on Napoleon. In two hours... Six mounted troopers will leave for Napoleon's camp, where they will attempt to sneak in and poison his water supply. If the heroes already have five diplomacy points toward Alexander, he will call off the attack. If not, the attack will proceed as scheduled. So, the adventure can go in a lot of directions from here. If, as is the case with the Zoomers here, the heroes already have five diplomacy points, Alexander is their buddy, 
then they can overhear this conversation and say, hey, remember that talk we had about teaming up with Napoleon? I noticed that you're sending some of your people to kill his people. I think maybe in the interest of a healthy working environment, let's not. And he'll be like, that is true, you are wise. If the heroes are not really close to that five diplomacy points, and this attack goes ahead, then the heroes can send someone to warn Napoleon. And so they go to the Napoleon section, chapter 23, which we'll get to very soon. And that gets them a diplomacy point from Napoleon as well. Alternatively, our heroes can attempt to intercept Alexander's horsemen, which we'll talk about next time. If the heroes uh, didn't overhear these plans, if they don't care about the attack on Napoleon, if they don't have the five diplomacy points and are not really thinking about how the attack on Napoleon plays into this, then you get the same thing you did with Genghis Khan, where the heroes can just spend karma to buy diplomacy points to convince Alexander to do what they want. It says, though, that if they take this option, Alexander doesn't agree to the alliance until an hour after the horsemen have already left. And then he'll be like, oh, shit, Napoleon, that's right. I just sent some troopers to kill that guy. And he'll ask the heroes if they can maybe catch up to those horses that left an hour ago and (laughs) tell them never mind. And once again, that takes us to next chapter. The other thing that can happen is that the heroes may now or later decide to go to that point that the transmitter was transmitting to from Twainbot's head. That's the option that the Zoomers are going to take. And I'll tell you why. When the Zoomers arrived at Alexander's camp, Troopa knew what to look for this time. They set the internal clock on their robot turtle armor. They confirmed that the trip to Alexander's camp was shorter than it was supposed to be. Once Troopa has two data points, it's time for us to jump in the podcast time machine and return to the end of chapter 11 and find out what happens. Quote, if any of the heroes succeeds with a yellow result or better, he or she has realized that these landmarks are moving. Quote, in this case, draw a line on the map to indicate the direction in which the area in which they have just arrived is moving. If the heroes receive yellow results on two intuition feet rolls made in different areas, therefore, they can triangulate the direction of the motion back to the mountain, perhaps prompting them to investigate. Yes, there is a mountain. Among the many mountains, there is one mountain, and we have triangulated that it is the point toward which everything in this region is moving, very subtly. Now, as it happens, the point receiving the transmission from Twainbot's head is on our way to this mountain, and we're as close to it as we're going to be. The reason that the Zoomers stayed together, they sent the gunslingers on other errands, and they went up to Alexander's altogether, is because they already had one directional line where they suspected things were moving. They were able to go to Alexander's camp following that line while they gathered more data. Now they have the data they need so they can just continue north, hit whatever this place is that Twainbot was transmitting to, see if there's anything going on there, and then proceed to the mountain that everything in the region seems to be getting sucked toward. They trust their gunslinger friends to have convinced Genghis Khan and Napoleon to join forces, and they have rightly surmised that whatever is pulling in space toward a point in a mountain outside Dodge City is more of a central concern in this time-space disaster than stopping the rubber monsters from getting past the combined armies of Earth's mightiest generals. So the Zoomers are headed north, and we'll rejoin them soon. I mentioned before that this is a very unlikely way to go through the adventure. An amazing intuition feat is very difficult to make. None of the heroes in any of the teams I made are close to having amazing intuition. It is unlikely that they, or indeed any team of heroes, will pick up on this subtle clue, let alone twice, let alone with a yellow result. To cover all the possible ways through this adventure, I just had to assume that the Zoomers got some very lucky rolls. There are lots of other ways this can work out, and I want to point out one of them because it is the dumbest thing on this page, and a little coda to the wonderful Twain incident. So you may recall that only the modern heroes, not the Old West heroes, are allowed to make reason rolls to notice that Twainbot got the name of the character Jim wrong. 
That is, of course, because in the era where they live, uh, the adventures of Huckleberry Finn have not yet been published. They have no way to know that this is wrong. The players may notice, but I think the players and or the judge might reasonably think, hey, even if we, the players, notice that this is an error, there's no conceivable way that our characters would know. So let's just ride this out. Let's just see what happens. If nobody calls Twainbot on getting this wrong, then he doesn't try to sneak out. He doesn't get seized by Alexander's troops. He doesn't he doesn't flip out and start wrecking tents. He just continues to be Mark Twain, and everybody has a great time, and things continue from there. Probably, if it's all gunslingers here at Alexander's camp, they're going to persuade Alexander to join the alliance, convince him not to send soldiers to attack Napoleon, and then either go convince Napoleon themselves or wait for the superheroes to do it, and the plot's going to continue. The generals are going to meet, leaving an undiscovered, potentially violent Mark Twain robot just kind of wandering around. And a good thing, too, because if the Mark Twain bot does flip out while the gunslingers are there the gunslingers can't do shit to that thing they are not strong enough and their guns are not powerful enough to take down Twainbot. if somehow a team of all gunslingers manages to find out that Twainbot is a fraud and enrage him i guess he just destroys alexander's entire camp because nobody there can stop him so those are two more unlikely but very fun ending scenarios for this highly open-ended feast number one through uncharacteristically excellent detective work the gunslinging western heroes discover Number one, who Mark Twain is, and number two, that this robot isn't him, causing the robot to go on an unstoppable rampage and destroy Alexander the Great's tent and camp. Or number two, nobody finds out that Mark Twain is secretly an android, and he just continues to pretend to be Mark Twain, I guess forever. He does not show up again in this module. I guess maybe he goes home with Alexander. Maybe he gets to go be a riverboat captain in Alexander the Great's court and have historical adventures. Godspeed, Twainbot. I'm so glad to have met you. This was a hell of a party because of your very weird robot behavior. But we have to move on. Join me next time when we check back in on the default stars of this adventure, the West Coast Avengers, to discuss what happens if our heroes are reduced to running through the desert, trying to catch up with horses who have a head start on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret, patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>